Hello, welcome to Wild Type. Um, this is a podcast about the rare disease Syngap 1. Um, my sister has Syngap 1, and she's the mutant type, but I do not, so I'm the wild type. In this podcast, I will be discussing topics that come up in life of a, a Syngap sibling, and um, through solo episodes and plenty of interviews trust me there's plenty um so i hope you enjoy this podcast we will get right into the episode after a quick break about three months ago my baby sister um got dropped from speech therapy Um, They said they had an episodic care model to where they need to take a break from therapy sometimes. That didn't make much sense to me or my mom at the time. Uh, So today we're here talking to her. Hi, my name's Alexis and I'm (laughs) Isaac's mom and I'm also Naya's mom. Yay. Okay. Um, So what was your first reaction when you saw that Naya had to be cut from speech therapy um, my because first, of this episodic care mold. Sure. My first reaction was, well, if you don't want to give my daughter therapy, we'll just get therapy somewhere else because I strongly feel that she needs continuous care. Um, but in Florida, um, insurance and therapies for special needs children Yeah, they're not easy to come by. Yeah, that was the roadblock I ran into. So I tried to transfer her to another therapy provider, but everyone had super long wait lists. And so I wasn't able to get her in anywhere else, which resulted in a lot of frustration on my part. Yeah. um, Have you found a new speech therapy provider for her yet? Yes, I have. We actually took... A couple of months, it took two months to find her, and then it took about three weeks to get approved through insurance, and finally we started um, this week, actually. How do you think uh, this gap will affect her? I think it was a short enough gap, so the total gap was just under three months. I think it was a short enough gap to have no long-term effects, um, but it, it did kind of shake up our schedule quite a bit, especially right at the beginning. So, um... Um, is the new speech therapy any different from the last one? For sure. Uh, She has a different, it seems like a different pace in speech therapy and a different um, approach to speech therapy, which I actually think is great for Naya. I think it's great to have different approaches and, and different people teaching you. Um, so, um... Do you think you'll ever go back to our old speech therapy provider? I'm actually wondering about that lately. Uh, it's it's really fresh with the new therapy provider, but so far I'm pretty happy with her. Um, she has evaluated Naya for an AAC device, which is like an iPad that you press buttons on and then the device will talk for her. Uh, So I think that's pretty neat. We had trialed the device with Naya's old provider maybe a year or a year and a half ago, and it just didn't work out. Naya's fine motor skills were not where they needed to be in order to touch 
a certain spot on the screen, but she's come a long way in the last year and a half. So now we think it might be a good fit. So, um, has there been any other uh, communication um, methods other than the AEC device that you've tried before? Yeah. So when Naya was very small, um, maybe 18 months, um, and she wasn't saying mama, dada, none of the first words that typical children say, we uh, tried some sign language with her, which she definitely took much longer to catch on than you or some of your other siblings, um, your neurotypical wild type siblings. Um, but uh, she finally did. Not catch neurotypical. On. That's true. Not neurotypical. <laughs> That's true. But we don't know if it's if it's a, a mutation in your gene. Hmm, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So. Um. Did they give you any information on this episodic care model other than just telling you about it? Yeah. Well, at first they said that they had a, a study. Because at first I was telling them, no, this isn't right for Naya. You know, I, I understand the approach and I understand how it could be good for a lot of children, you know, to have a break and and relax and, and practice some things at home and then come back ready and fresh. But with Naya in particular, with SYNGAP1, she takes such a long time to learn that I really felt like year-round speech therapy was necessary with her. So um, because I was so adamant about it, um, the old speech therapist did send me some articles about episodic care um, that I have, that I've actually, I haven't gotten all the way through yet, but I did start researching a little bit. Yeah, so do you... um you uh did you tell other people about this or did you just keep it to yourself i did i i mean i didn't tell them directly or on purpose but i posted about it in a local special needs parent group just to ask if anybody uh, had a good speech provider and then um, everyone was recommending the speech provider that had just given us a break our, our original speech provider uh, everybody said oh they're the best in town you know you got to go for them and i responded yes I know they're the best in town, but they've um, told us that we need to take a six month break. Um, so we need a, a different provider. Um, so then word got around, I guess a couple of the other parents that were attending speech therapy with this original provider didn't realize that. So they were kind of caught off guard. They said, oh no, I didn't realize they do an episodic care model. I guess they're gonna give my child a break at some point too. So all in the span of about a week, I guess there was uh, quite a few parents who approached uh, the original speech provider asking about this this break in care, this episodic care model, because um, I guess no one else had been told about it. Um, so that did get back and, and um, I guess there was some confusion. The original speech provider thought we had posted some negative comments online, but that never happened. Mm, no. Um, so... Did they react in any other way? Did they ask you to do certain things to make it a less negative approach or? You mean the original speech provider? Yeah. Um, no, they, they were concerned that uh, Naya just continued on with her other therapies. So Naya's in speech therapy in order of importance. Um, she's in speech therapy, ABA therapy, which is applied behavior analysis. Uh, 
occupational therapy and physical therapy. So she does four different therapies on an ongoing basis. Um, and the speech, the original speech therapist was just concerned that she would still continue on with at least two other therapies, which we definitely were able to, to do. At the time now, um, Naya's ABA therapist is at the house. Um, she's busy with Naya, so my mom had time to uh, do this recording session with me. So, yay. Yeah. Um, so... Is there any, uh, did you spend any time reflecting on this or, uh, did you take any lessons from this experience? Yes, I have taken lessons. Um, so now that we've finally secured a secondary speech provider, it's, it's a little bit more comfortable. Um, but at first when I was scrambling to find that provider, I was kicking myself thinking, you know, why didn't you start looking into this months earlier? Why, why didn't you have this all ready to go? Um, but I've, I've realized it's probably a blessing in disguise because even though I don't feel that she should take a break from speech therapy, I think it is good to get fresh, a fresh teacher for her. So it probably is a blessing. Yeah. So, um, uh, does this, so would you say that the new teacher is better or the same or, um, you know, is, is it, um, any other level than the original? I'm not sure yet. The, the, I haven't made up my mind on that one yet. The approach is definitely different. She's a lot more slow paced and, um, she focuses more on Naya's speech apraxia um, but I'm not sure if she's better quite yet. Um, it's, it's only, we've only seen her once for an evaluation and then once for the first session of therapy. Uh, so... I have a question for you, Isaac. All right, what? <laughs> I, I didn't have anything else to say. It was just like big pause. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm out of questions now. I know that this podcast is supposed to be from the child's point of view. So you've heard a lot about what it is from my point of view and lately since Naya is in four different therapies several of them are are more than once per week um so I spend a lot of time driving Naya around town and a lot of time not here when you need me to give you access to your iPad or to help you with the project or to help you with your schoolwork and what's that like first of all I feel sorry for you because you hate driving, <laughs> and yeah, it's true. Um, but it's mostly just sitting around arguing with my siblings all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, most of our arguments are settled by Dad being like, "Just, just go do something else. To spend some time apart now." <laughs> yeah, and um. It's usually just chaos. <laughs> chaos. That's how I describe it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. And uh, thank you for coming on the show and telling us your thoughts and um, opinions on this uh, matter. All right. Very and I- professional outro. <laughs> I want to give a special shout out to you, Isaac, for having me as a guest on the show. Thank you. And to your daddy, James, because, you know, he always gives you good ideas and yeah. and holds it down and allows mommy to hang out with you. And also to grandma, because she keeps you inspired. 
yeah and um this episode i have probably bonded more with my mom than i ever had in my life <laughs> so thank you mom uh for coming on the show and yeah that that's the end of our episode so see you next time on bye, bye.